Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome, hello, welcome, hello, welcome, hello, hello to Private Parts. Hello and welcome to our podcast called <laughs> what, Private Parts. Do you, do you not like it anymore that I kind of, I, I'm way more energetic than you at the beginning of our... But you always want to, you always want to introduce it, right? So I just let you have that. You know, the usually you're low energy, Jamie, but <laughs> you switch it on. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. My name is Jamie Lang, and joining me is my colleague, co-host, and dare I say, friend, Francis Bull. Hello. Hello, Jamie. <laughs> and everyone is... listening, thanks for listening again. Today is Friday, and uh, we're very excited to tell you about our private parts. <laughs> This is where we read from our diaries the most sordid, intimate details of our life. Um, Francis, how has your week been? It's been uh, quite jam-packed, adventurous. What, you had jam? Uh, I actually, that's, that's something I'll be talking about. Oh, what, you, you, do you like jam? I love jam. Wait, so hang on. So when you, okay, finally, when you have, like, breakfast, right, and mm. you have a muffin or you have a crumpet or you have something like that, what do you, what do you, what is your spread? Well... Potentially some grape jelly of some sort. I mean, I'm quite a big fan of grape jelly. Grape uh, jelly? Yeah. We also got to say hello to the voice in the room. Hello, voice in the room. Hello there. Do you have spread on your muffin or toast? Purely butter. You're, you strike me as Just a lemon curd man. I like a lemon curd tart, Francis. Oh, really? But oh, yeah. um, grape jelly sounds awfully American to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Well, it is more American than... I and mean, but obviously no I'm, has... I'm half American. You're so. not, you can't be half American. I am half American. How are you half American? My mother is American. But she's not full American. She is full American. She's fully American. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, she was like, born in Louisiana. Yeah, but that doesn't mean if you're born, that doesn't mean you're fully American. Well, I mean, and I suppose no one in America is fully American apart from the Native Americans. Well, therefore, so I'm right. So she's not fully American. Well, she is fully American. <laughs> she's not. Is she Native American? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, wait, so, on, so you have in the morning when you eat your breakfast, right? What do you what do you have? Do you are you a breakfast person or you? Because normally with me, I don't eat breakfast. I, 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 I'm into um, my uh, you know. I, I think you know this whole notion that breakfast is the most important meal of the day is actually a big. It was a big marketing campaign, advertising campaign, but it was for a, eggs. For no, no, it was a big, no, it was a big marketing <laughs> campaign for the meat and dairy industry. Uh, in sort of 1930s, so it's created this really, it was one, really effective, right? So everyone thinks, okay, we, we have to eat breakfast in the morning to start, to start the day. But actually, if we were in, you know, cavemen, we would actually wake up, we would go out and hunt and forage and, and actually kill a, kill a beast of some sort uh, and then bring it back and cook it. And so we wouldn't actually eat until, you know, sort of early afternoon. In fact, there's a very good book... <laughs> Uh, he's looking coming. so smug. When he gets when he gets really into it, he looks so excited and smug, doesn't There's he? There's a very good book <laughs> by uh, by our, our very good friend Max Lowry called "The Two Meal Day," which actually extols the virtues of of not eating breakfast but eating um, 
just a, eating a, a very big lunch and dinner. See, that's the thing. I, I don't eat breakfast either. I, I wake up in the morning. I don't eat breakfast. So do go check that out. I think you can pre-order it. The two-meal day. <laughs> is that a plug for our friend Max? Yeah, it is a plug for, for our friend Max. <laughs> but but we, we may have some, some uh, listeners who are a bit on the obese side. So actually, I'm sure we don't. I'm sure we don't have any. Also... <laughs> Also, the thing is, you know, uh, we are, Francis and I both are completely qualified to answer mm. any questions. So, you know, we know everything about dietaries and, uh, you know, don't we, Francis? So we don't, we, uh, about dietaries. Yeah, dietaries. Dietaries <laughs> supplements. Di- we know no, diet trees. No, you say diet. Di- trees. Why? What? Trees don't diet. There is a tree that actually makes you lose weight and it's called a diet tree. It's not called a diet tree, you're lying. Yeah. No, it's not. No, I'm, it's not. I need to interject here at, at, at the moment and... Uh, just who, somebody here needs to apologise to all our listeners. Oh, yes. We do. that. That's me, I think. Mm-hmm. Listen, to our listeners, I completely and utterly from the bottom of my heart, I completely apologise that we... Uh, so unreliable. So we are late on this podcast now. It's Friday we're recording this at the moment. It, the podcast should have been unreliable, out today. Unreliable Jamie. It's not unreliable Jamie. I was away. I was in Tel Aviv. I was, I was on holiday. Not holiday. I was actually, you were on holiday? I was on holiday. <laughs> Oh it my was, God, Freudian slip! There. It was. It was on. Work. You were on holiday. You you told me you were you were working there. I was working. I was. I was at a summit. I was at a Forbes uh, thirty under thirty summit on holiday. I, I was on holiday. Sure, you were. It was. I was in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. And uh, I apologise to every single one of our listeners who was expecting to have laughter and humour come into their lives this Friday morning. In fact, it will be now that you're listening to us. It is Saturday morning. Or even hopefully the commute home on Friday night. Fingers oh, crossed. Yes, oh. yeah, hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll be. T- hopefully today. tonight. So I apologise mm. that we have a few hours late. This will never ever happen again. It better not. Till otherwise. Next week. <laughs> and, and also, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who uh, tweets us, who messages us, who reviews us, who comes back and listens every single week. We are now up to about eighty odd, ninety thousand. Which is amazing, and we're you know, as I say, pleasantly surprised. I think that deserves a round of polite applause. I, I think it does as well. Also, if you please, actually, not not if you would like to, we would absolutely love you to get in touch with us via um, our email, privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. We have a lot of emails coming We've, got, we've had loads of emails this that week, That we're going to read out later, and hopefully we're going to have a caller on the line as well. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. So on Is, the breakfast... Is that a joke? Yeah. Do you know what I had? Do you want to hear my? Do you want to hear my favourite joke that I had recently? Yes. And you can't laugh. Yes. Okay. What is my favourite type of bee? I don't know. Booby. I think probably we should move on. Yes. Well, tell me, Tom, what is your... We have, every single week, we have Francis' question of the week. Um, so, oh, ready shit. for... Hold on, wait. What shit? You haven't thought of your question of the <laughs> no, week? No, I have. I just, I've written down... I've got loads. I need to choose, choose one. Okay, well, here we go. Here is our question of the week. What fast food chain... McDonald's. Oh, okay. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, let me, let me do it to a different one. Did I get it right? Did I get it right? I got it right, didn't I? Yeah, what? you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> what was the answer? What was the what question? Was the question? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> okay, what fast food chain refers to their customers as heavy users? McDonald's. McDonald's. Wow. Do you know what? Do you know an interesting fact about McDonald's is that if uh, the Happy Meal didn't have a gherkin in it, supposedly it'd be a dessert. The, what? What now? If if the Happy Meal burger didn't have gherkins in it, it would have so much sugar in it that it'd be, have to be described as a dessert. What's this? Supposedly, 
if a oh if, yes, if yeah, a yeah, happy yeah. meal burger didn't have gherkins in it, it would have to be described as a dessert. That's got to be apocryphal, isn't I it? Don't, apocryphal. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it like the same way that um, Jamie doesn't know what apocryphal means? Oh. I do know what apocryphal is. What does it is mean? It, it's like an old wives' tale. Is that right? That's not bad. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Way, um, the, the, other, the other story is that you, the Kentucky Fried Chicken had to st- change its name to KFC because there's not enough chicken, chicken content in, it. in its chickens because these they're things, so bizarrely grown. These things are true. These things are 100% these things are not true. These are true. A lawyer says these things are not true. No, I, as we always say, Francis and I are completely qualified to answer any <laughs> yeah, questions. And that, so I'm qualified to say that is true. In a court of law, you're happy to stand up. I'm happy to put my hand on the Bible and say so. I believe that is true. Okay. Francis, okay. Well, what is your question? Let's have the Jingle what again. Was Hold the on, f- Francis, the jingle again. Okay. What was the first film to show a toilet flushing? Ooh. What was the first film to show a toilet flushing? I know this, so I'm going to say. You, you know this? Mm-hmm. How do you know this? Because it's, it's it, because I know it. Okay, so Thomas Crapper invented the toilet, if you want to know that. Yeah. That's why we call it a crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first film to show a toilet flushing, I reckon it would have to. Oh, God, Sound of Music. <laughs> what? <laughs> does, that, does that show a toilet flushing? I don't, I don't know. It might do. Does it not? Okay, fine. Not the sound. Okay. Listen, I don't know the answer to that. I don't, but listen, we're going to save that for part two. Okay, yeah. That's, but is that's it the, the sound of music? The question. No, it's not the sound of music. It's not the, are you sure? I, it is not. I'm, I'm afraid, Jamie, it's not. Well, listen, I had an interesting week. Oh, really? How, yeah. How's your week been? My week being is good. Are you ready for my diary? <laughs> yeah. Friday. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I don't know why I said Friday. I was reading it from why the wrong did, place. Why does your week start I don't know why Friday? I, start, I don't know why it started. Jamie, you're so, you just had a, the, big, get the biggest lion this week, didn't you? <laughs> I did have the biggest lion. Here we go. <laughs> you slept from Monday to Friday. Start that again. Here we go. Monday. I work with that immense tiredness that you sometimes feel but don't understand why you have it. It sometimes doesn't matter if you have 5 hours sleep or 12 hours of sleep. You still have the same amount of tiredness in the morning. Do you know why that is? Why is that? I don't know. So basically, it. it doesn't if you go to sleep past a certain time, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what time you you know how lo- how much sleep you get, you're still going to be tired because your body uh, re- reacts and the um, melatonin in your body reacts to the sunlight. So if you go to sleep and you wake up and, it's, and then it gets light outside, you'll feel like you should be awake. So your body kind of, your body clock kind of well, supposedly, f- fucks up your body chemistry, basically. Supposedly you go on, you go on four hour cycles. Yeah, exactly. They're four and a half, four hour, 20 minute cycles. Yeah, so yeah. If, you, if you can actually, you can actually sleep for just four hours, get up and you feel completely fresh. And it's then better can- to sleep for four hours, 20 minutes mm. than it is to sleep for five hours because you would have entered a new sleep cycle. That's very precise, the 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Well, that's, we're, 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 we're like amazing animals, right? We're amazing creatures. And once again, France are qualified, you know, so we yeah. know these things for sure. Yeah. But they also, you know, when you, you know, when you dream, if you have really heavy dreams, that means you're in a completely deep sleep. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's REM. Actually, you're not in a deep sleep <laughs> you when are. you have REM. No, you're, you're actually in a lighter state of sleep. That's why REM. I, yeah, REM sleep. Yeah. Is that the name of your band? Yeah. R- that's the name of not my band, but a band. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, get, <laughs> on, get, get on with your diary, Jamie. <laughs> Plus, my face swells up and I look like I've gone a few rounds with Mike Tyson. And you did, didn't you? I didn't go a few. Ross. Yeah, I, I had my boxing match. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. So you had gone a few rounds with Mike. Well, not with Mike Tyson, but I had my boxing match, but it wasn't a few rounds with Mike Tyson. It was with Hamish Ross. It was with Hamish Ross. Who's, is, he, is he like Mike Tyson? He's not like Mike Tyson. Is he the all. opposite of Mike Tyson? No, he's not. The, he's not firstly, he's not black. Secondly, he's not big. Like, so that is the opposite of Mike Tyson. Yes. <laughs> Has he got a massive face tattoo? He doesn't have a massive oh, face tattoo. Well, why, why did Mike Tyson get a massive face tattoo? I don't understand. To look hard. Look, look hard. <laughs> to look hard. Would you ever get a face tattoo? I would never get a tattoo, as we've discussed. I saw this interview with Drake, you know, Drake, the, the rapper. He is a fit. Does he have a face no, tattoo? No, but a fan of his, a girl, got Drake in huge letters across her oh. forehead. To the point where, ladies and gentlemen, to our listeners, I'm going to show Francis and the voice in the room the, the picture of it. Uh, and you can hear their reaction. Uh, on... Okay, are you ready for this? This mm. is the uh, true and honest tattoo on someone's face that someone went and got. And are you ready for this? That is so oh embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, my God. I wish you guys could see this. Basically, she has... The, the, the word Drake across her forehead. <laughs> it's Drake. Oh. What's amazing about that picture, if she, if she sweeps her hair a certain way, it's going to look as if she's well, just advertising garden implements. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is, that is very, a very good point. But I suppose she could always have a fringe if she, if she ever got wanted Why to get married. Why would you get a tattoo on... I just, anyone out there, do not get tattoos on your face. Don't get tattoos in general. Firstly, tattoos are a bad thing because you... Literally, if you ever commit a crime... Your tattoo will show you, will give you away. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. why you shouldn't get tattoos, so you can commit crimes. Right. Especially if you've got Drake is on that, your forehead. Has that caught you out before, That's Jamie. caught me out before, yeah. Oh, really? Well, that, I, like I said, I would never get a tattoo because you would never... You just wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, would you? You know, you just... just do you want to hear a true story? That would be quite funny if you did, though. Yeah, I mean, do you I want, suppose my other car is more also a Ferrari. <laughs> do you want to hear a true yeah. story about when I, when I was arrested? <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. Uh, well, I was arrested. I was with you. Yeah, well, that was the second time I was arrested. I've been arrested twice in my life. The first time was at Leeds University. Now, I was at Leeds University and uh, I, I, I went to this party and all my stuff from the back of the car was stolen. All my bags, my wash things, everything like that. I was a student, you know, we, we were, were poor. We don't have any money. Anyway, um, so I came back to Leeds and I had no stuff and... I used to wear this bright red jacket from Uniqlo that I thought was super cool. Anyway, I went into to a pharmacy store that I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> and, uh, but it's one of the big ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boots. <laughs> I'm not going to say. Anyway, went into this pharmacy store and uh, I was walking around and I walked up to... And I needed, had no wallet, no nothing. And I was like, Ryan, I need to get stuff. I had about £20 or £15 in cash on me. And I picked up a toothbrush and toothpaste, took it to the till and, and bought it. I then left and went back with my bag and I, and I put, stupidly, 
you know, when you shoplift, you, I've never, the only time I've ever shoplift, but I did it stupidly. I started putting things in my bag. I put like some shampoo and a hairbrush and stuff like that. And I went then went back to the till again with, I think it was like some soap to look like I had, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd gone back. Uh, Anyways, I was standing in the queue. I noticed that there was a guy behind me in a leather jacket talking on his phone. I thought, well, this doesn't look, he looks a bit suspicious. And there's another guy to my left looking at a poster on the wall. And I thought, oh, and suddenly I was like, I got the biggest paranoia I've ever had. And I was like, I've been busted. (laughs) 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 Biggest paranoia. And I was like, oh God. So I left the queue and I walked around the corner and dropped my bag. As I dropped my bag, I was rugby tackled, (laughs) rugby tackled from behind by this guy in the leather jacket and they handcuffed me and took me into that room and I was like oh, oh my god most imba- in the middle of a pharmacy store <laughs> in, in Leeds most embarrassing thing ever take it and they showed me the tape and they said so have you been shoplifting and I went no no I haven't I haven't I haven't done anything there's been a huge mistake they showed me this videotape and there was this bright blonde haired boy <laughs> with a bright red jacket looking <laughs> Fucking shifty. Was it you? <laughs> looking left, looking right, like that. Looking left, looking right. Next to like all the toothpaste and stuff where look up straight at the camera. Look <laughs> at the camera. Move forward. Do something weird. Walk away and just drop a packet on the ground. <laughs> it's the most obvious shoplifting ever. Um, that was, I was a cry for help. Yeah. I was then yeah. banned from that pharmacy store for a year. Really? Well, it's lucky you didn't go to prison. Just, just that one, what, or all what branches you, of suits? All, all branches, all branches. <laughs> they told me they had face recognition. So if I ever walked to one again, it would recognise my face. They were talking. Is that why you don't go to Boots anymore? <laughs> it's not Boots. <laughs> anyway, that's why you refuse to go into Boots. Whenever I want to go in, you always like wait outside, isn't it? <laughs> no. The other. So the wait, other... wait, wait. Hold on. Let me let me get this straight. So, what were you stealing? Like toothpaste, just toiletries. That's what I needed. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like a TV or like something cool. <laughs> yeah, just toothpaste. <laughs> the other time I was arrested, I was with Francis, and just very briefly, and basically, I had just done. This is hilarious. I had just done a very cool. Uh, I'd done my first sort of campaign. It was for a pizza company, and my agent said to me, "Now listen, it's going to be like a real kind of like hard day at work. So when you go and do this pizza thing, make sure you get some sleep." It was my younger days, so obviously I went out all night and partied. <laughs> Got up, didn't, I, I, I hadn't slept, and I went straight to O2 Car Park, where they had a bungee jump set up. I had to bungee jump while eating pizza seven times in a row. Oh, yeah. And I was, I can't tell you the anxiety, the freak out. It was 100 <laughs> metres high. It was the worst. No sleep, like nothing. I was like, oh, Jesus. And every single time I had to jump, and to the point where on my seventh time, the guy who owned the bungee jump said, saying, oh, yeah, we should probably stop now. And, I, and he went, why? And I went, oh, why? He went, well, the most I've ever seen anyone done is five times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes go ahead. Anyway, I got on a train with Francis. We went up to Leeds to do some event. And I was on the way down and we were slightly hungover. We were sitting in the quiet carriage of, a, um, of the train. And I was having an argument with my <laughs> girlfriend at the time on the phone. Anyway, turns out uh, Sergeant Smith did not like us making noise on the train. And uh, he basically told us to shut up and we sort of had a slight argument about it and he arrested me for talking <laughs> on my phone in a quiet carriage. <laughs> yeah, the I most un-rock star <laughs> thing to be arrested for. I was then taken off the train, bundled against the wall, hang up. People were just taking photos. <laughs> and I was, and I, I was handcuffed and, I was just wall, like, and, and Francis was leaning out the window, leaning out the window as the train was pulling away going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I was going, Francis, help me. Francis, help me. <laughs> Anyway, 
<laughs> Someone took a photo of us and it, and it got to leaked to the press. So not only was I arrested, not only was it the most lame thing to be arrested for, they pulled the whole pizza deal. Oh, <laughs> so, so all oh the money no. that I was going to... And I was going to be paid a lot of money for it. They <laughs> pulled the whole thing because it overshadowed the fact that I bungee jumped. Oh, no. <laughs> and you bungee jumped seven times. Seven times in a row. With most no sleep. ever, apparently. <laughs> while eating pizza. You can actually Google it, to our listeners out there, if you, if you want to Google... Jamie Lang pizza eating or bungee jumping. Do it. And you'll see this most scared boy eating pizza. It's on the internet. And I've looked like I had gone a few rounds with Mike Tyson. And you literally couldn't care what you look like because you know there's no chance of saving yourself today. That feeling, coupled with the fact my day was so full of work, I couldn't even begin it. When you have these days, I wish I could be a kid again and pretend I'm sick and have a day off school. Those were the best days ever when you tricked your parents into thinking you were ill but actually weren't. The new thing I did learn on Monday was that my nails have started growing incredibly long. I've made the decision to start taking vitamins in the morning. So I take a multivitamin and fish liver oil. And that's what I think makes my fingers' nails grow so long, the fish liver oil. What is in it that makes it grow so long? Fish don't even have nails. That was just a question to myself. That's a good point. Why does fish liver oil make your nails grow long? But they do have... um... It's not fish oil, it's omega. Omega Omega-3, whatever it is. Yeah. Is that fish liver oil? So, well, it's a mixture Supplements. of essential oils, yeah. Wednesday. Is it? I, but I don't know. Fish oils. Wednesday. Yeah, I thought you were a nutritionist. I am. Yeah, okay. Wednesday. Well, you get them in fish fingers, don't you? Yeah, I mean, fish oils. Wednesday. <laughs> Stop cutting off my bloody diary. <laughs> Wednesday. That's about the fifth time I've said it. <laughs> I had a dream last night that I... Sorry, moved... what, what day is this? Wednesday. Okay. I had a dream last night that I moved house. Now, to give you some context in my lifetime, I've lived in 14 different houses in London. So, as much as I say I hate change, I actually must like it. Do you know that? 14 houses I've lived in. Really? 14 different houses in London. Wow. (laughs) It's amazing. I've moved 14 (laughs) times, Francis. 14 times? Yeah, yeah, 14. Really? I'm 28, so that is half of my life. Mm. Yeah. You've moved, so you've so it's very so unstable. Every other year, I move houses. Says houses. Why do you have to move so often? Is it because you don't evicted. pay the rent? I don't get evicted. evicted. I know you're trying to hear, but this is true again. This is this is hilarious. When I was at university again, uh, someone told me about an overdraft. You get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what is this sorcery? An overdraft? <laughs> it's whether you get free money. I was like, what? So I went down to law, a bank. <laughs> I went down to a certain bank and um, I asked for an overdraft and they gave me, it was £2,000 overdraft. And I was going again with a, a girlfriend uh, to a different girlfriend actually to New York. Well, no, they're, they're interest-free overdrafts. Yeah, yeah, well, I just thought they were free, free, money. free money. I thought it was free money. That, I thought, free money, this is awesome. It was £2,000 overdraft, so I then went... Uh, to New York with my girlfriend, I spent all the two thousand pounds. So I was like, I feel whatever. Then left it, a completely dormant account <laughs> overdraft for two years. <laughs> Turns out I was getting letters, didn't even realise because I had moved house, everything like that. My uh, then bailifters turned up at my parents' house <laughs> to take like sofas and things like that. <laughs> so I've never paid it back. <laughs> Uh, it's very funny. What, so your parents had to pay in the end? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy so, bailed you out. So if in doubt, anyone, yeah, just get your parents to yeah. pay. 
I've also recently bought my own house, but after the dream I had, I feel like I need to move again. Dreams seem to do that to me. I wish I was that person who dreamt of winning the lottery and then went and got a lottery ticket and won it. I'm not too sure whether I would like to predict the future though. I like the idea of, of it being a surprise and if someone ruined it for me, I would be incredibly annoyed. I remember when I was in Buenos Aires, I had my tarot cards read and it turned out to be the scariest thing in the world. Tarot cards? Yeah, I had my tarot cards read. It was Ta- awful. Tarot cards. Tarot. Like carrot. The T is silent. Arrot. Tarot cards. So it's arrot cards. Tarot. No, there's a T tarot. at the end. No, there's a T at the beginning. Tarot. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. It's well, tarot. You... It's not, it's not an arrow. Tarot. Tarot well, look, cards. Jamie, you pronounce it however you like. Once again, I'm qualified for these things. It's tarot cards. Do you want to hear what happened? It was the scariest thing in the world. Yes. I went to a tarot card reader with my friend Tom. When we were in Buenos Aires, we were 19 years old. And you sit down with this lady and they have about a deck of cards, I don't know if you've ever done it before, of about, I mean, 300 cards. And they, and has, they put them out and it has different pictures on them of, of knights or of witches or of just different symbols which yeah. are horrifying. I'm familiar with tarot cards. Okay, yeah. but our listeners are might not Are you familiar be. with tarot cards? Though? Oh, yeah. no, I'm not. These are a different variety. Or carrot cake. Delicious. Anyway, she um, laid out the cards and she said lots of different things, which are quite interesting. She said, Oh, you've left someone at home. And I was like, And I was so into it. I was like, Yes, I have. I've left my girlfriend at home. She's like, Well, I told you, you're. She couldn't tell I was English, obviously. And obviously, I was a young English boy traveling. Like, obviously, I've left someone at home. Anyway, she then then had 300 cards in the deck and she said, Pull out. She said, Pull out a card. So I went, Okay, I pulled out a card. And she suddenly started to freak out. She's like, No, bad card, bad card. I was like, What do you mean? pulled out out of 300 cards there's one card I pulled out the devil card and I was like what does that wow. mean she was like oh bad card bad card put back in so I put it back in she said pick another card she shuffled I went okay 300 cards again picked another card pick the devil card fucking again <laughs> I was like oh, oh my, my god, god what does that mean yeah really scary she was mugging you off mate all what? 300 were probably the devil the cards. devil card yeah yeah so what, I don't know what, what does that mean she said something bad something bad happened I was like well I don't want to know now so then the same thing happened to my mum's friend who my mum had his friend had her tarot cards read in um in hong kong when she was about 20 and the person said you'll never have children and so for ages she thought she would never ever have children and you know then she obviously had her kids and stuff like that but for years she was kind of mortified by the fact that Mm. she wouldn't be able to have kids so i Mm. i I didn't i it was scariest thing in the world Mm. so from then on i've decided to stay well away from any sort of readings apart from my diary I sometimes realise I don't actually write about my week, but I actually write about what thoughts just come into my head. <clears throat> I suppose, though, that's what a diary is about. What feelings you feel. Frankie has started writing a diary now, as she's jealous of mine. She actually thinks it's super therapeutic. So to anyone out there who's starting to write a diary because of us, or if you just want to write a diary, if you have any problems, want to remember your life, or anything similar to that, it seems that writing a diary actually helps all this. Sorry for the intense waffle. I promise from now on I'll go back to documenting my life and not just writing what enters my bizarre mind. Thank you. We all thank you, Jamie. <laughs> it's true, though, Frankie. So what I've decided to do is that, Frankie, I'm going to try and nick Frankie's diary occasionally and, and bring it in. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's really uh, quite, quite decent of you, isn't it? Friday. I went to boarding school and every single night around 6.30 we would come into our common room, as we called it, and watch Hollyoaks, the English soap opera. Now, when I was younger, I was obsessed with it and even went down the route of having the Hollyoaks calendar. <laughs> Therefore, what? I couldn't be more excited about today because today was the day I was heading up to Cheshire to interview and film people on the set and be in Hollyoaks. My dreams come true at last. 
I always wanted to be an actor as well, but reality instead took its place. Do you like that? Yeah. There's a little pun there for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You like that pun? Yeah. yeah. Reality and obviously reality. Yeah. I'm glad you're explaining yeah. it because yeah. it hadn't quite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, the set of Hollyoaks is huge, and I was given the freedom to stroll around the set, look at everything and anything while cameras followed me. I came across the Hollyoaks school, and to my stupidity, asked, Who goes to the college there? To which I realised that obviously it was a fake school. <laughs> It made me feel better, though, that my friend Sophie Pauly, who acts and acts it, had previously signed up to the netball practice when she first joined, only realising that it was also fake. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a real school. It Does says it? College Hollyoaks and all that kind of thing. So I thought, who goes to school here? It's amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah, what do you much- think it used to be a school? Yeah, it used to be a school. So it actually used to be a school because uh, one of the extras I worked with said my mother went to school here. Really? I spent the day annoying everyone and anyone strolling around the set. Always trying... just in character. <laughs> yes. Don't head fuck me like that. No, they, 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 no way. See, they weren't in character. You Were sure? they? Oh, maybe I was being made fun of all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the day annoying everyone and anyone strolling around the set, trying not to ruin or freak out too many people. All for my Channel 4 show in bed with Jamie. Then came my big moment to actually cameo on screen. Dressed as a doctor, I made my way into the hospital department. I made my way into the hospital part of the set, still wondering why I hadn't been handed my lines. The producer and director met me and told me to stand next to the door, which I asked what my lines were. They looked at me amused and told me I didn't have any. (laughs) I I didn't have any. Surely a joke, I thought. Nope. They couldn't have been more honest. I stood at the back, pretending to read through some doctor's notes while a scene performed in front of me, and after two seconds of being on camera, I walked out in a confident manner. Not because I wanted to, but because that was my stage director. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I stood at the back. I I was an extra at the back, (laughs) looking through notes. The doctor and nurse walked past saying, oh, we've got to sort this out. As they walked past, I think, I don't know how the camera even saw me. I had then, the director went, shook his hand at me in like a manner and I go, well, I had to walk out. I mean, a, a second, if you, are you not going to see me? <laughs> that is it's so, so upsetting. That's so terrible. Now, yes, I may have thought I had a line or a scene, but it doesn't take away from the fact that on my CV, I can now say I'm a soap actor and performed in Hollyoaks. Another tick off the bucket list. Extra in Hollyoaks. Yeah, I know, extra in Hollyoaks. That's quite I think that's in, on all our bucket lists, isn't yeah. it, being, yeah. being in Hollyoaks. Now you can take it off your bucket list that you're a friend with someone who's been yeah. in the soap. I know for someone who's on Hollyoaks. Anyway. I can say that now. You can say that now. Really good. Francis, I feel like that is the end of part one. Thanks, Jamie. That was lovely. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? I loved it. Listen to all our listeners. Please stick around for part two because we have Francis' diary. We have some emails we're going to read out and reviews. Uh, and we also have the answer to Francis' question of the week. Which was? Which was, in what film was the first... Which film was the first to show a toilet flushing? And it wasn't Sound of Music. And it wasn't Sound of Music, just to. <laughs> also remember to please rule subscribe if you haven't already, um, and we'll see you in part two. Ta-ta, see goodbye. you in part two, Salut, everyone. Sayonara. Au revoir. Bye bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies.